0: We have on air Eric LaPointe. He is the Chief Commercial Officer for Single Key. Uh, My name is Carol Mark. I'm a realtor for EXP Realty. What is Single Key? Well, I was very excited to find out about this product. Single Key is actually described as a start to finish rental protection. What is that? Well, it actually protects the rental income, which is a rent, any non-payment of rent, property damage or lease breaks and the rent guarantee gives homeowners the ultimate piece of payments of 12 months so it takes on the risks such as loss from rent arrears legal costs or property damage the interesting thing is it's actually backed by lloyds of london uh who who is in a, a marine insurance uh that was started in edward lloyd's coffee house uh in the uk which is england And funnily enough, it was started in 1688. And that is a business that's been around for 335 years ago. One interesting bit of tidbit I found was that they covered the Titanic. Everybody's heard of the Titanic. It sunk. It was supposed to be unsinkable. So hopefully uh, that's a little bit of interesting uh, history. For me, I was so excited to find out about uh, Single Key because as an agent, but also um, I had been a landlord for over a number of decades. And reading the news today with all the issues uh, ending up in landlord and tenant court, taking 18 months, two years, and the stress of it, I think this is a very, very important product. So welcome, Eric.
1: Thank you, thank you so much for having me, Carol.
0: So uh, one question, how did Single Key start?
1: A single key started with our co-founder, Luviel um, Lika. He was looking for an easier way to vet possible tenants doing it on his own, trying not to hire a property manager for his investment properties. And the options to do proper credit checks were very limited, uh, were very hard to read. And so the genesis of the company started with him creating a very easy, quick, and comprehensive, what we call a tenant reporting. And so it takes Equifax, takes this whole scan on possible tenants and into this very easy to read uh, report. Now, that then grew on after uh, a few years. It started in 2017. And then they grew to what other pain points are landlords facing? And that became uh, exactly that, the loss of rent, uh, property damage. He basically took the top four uh, tenant delinquencies and said, why can't we create a product that would protect landlords from the top four? And so that's where the rent guarantee started. And it's been flourishing ever since, fortunately and unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, because the risks to landlords are increasing as the days go on. But that's how it started. And and here we are offering uh, multiple products to help landlords uh, and get the re- remove the risk out of renting is what we'd like to, dis- to say.
0: Well, I love the product and I'm really interested because it's almost like insurance where you have to pay a premium. And hopefully if uh, those... Um... Cases don't increase, we're not going to get an increase in cost that so it would be affordable to the average landlord. That's right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't increase with each possible demand or claim like you're what you would expect an insurance to be. Uh, the coverage covers the tenant themselves. So once the tenant is then removed, you re-guarantee another tenant, the risk is then reset. That's why the fee always remains the same, no matter what uh, difficulties you went through in the past.
0: Now, I understand that uh, your product is available in what areas? We're actually in Toronto, Canada. So I know it's available here. Where else in Canada is it available?
1: It's available in every province uh, except Quebec. So right now we have a rent guarantee in every province besides uh, probably Yukon and Northwest Territories and Quebec. Uh, But other than that, uh, we have rent guarantee coverage uh, throughout the country. I'm wondering if that's
0: because they have a Napoleonic law, which is quite different from the rest of the country.
1: Uh, You know, a little bit. I'm actually from Quebec. And so I bring a lot of interesting tidbits on that. They like to do things a certain way uh, with certain protections and over protections and over regulations. So, uh, we, you know, a lot of businesses tend to use Quebec as an exemption and or maybe a subsidiary to go into that market, but it's a lot easier to cover the rest of Canada.
0: What about the U.S.? Are you covering there as well?
1: The U.S., we're actually expanding into the U.S., so that will become available uh, very soon.
0: And any other parts of the world, or is that
1: for the No, it's it's mainly going to be Canada and U.S. Uh, There are some opportunities uh, abroad, but uh, before we do that, we would like to have our options open on how to do proper vetting in those countries. And it's a, it's a completely different uh, scenario and uh, an operational, what I would say, obstacle. And so for now it would be North American focused and especially with Canada and the US. Uh, and we'll see about expansion uh, further down the line.
0: So let's say that I'm actually a landlord and I go onto your website. So it's actually yeah. online only. Or could I it's either that or I
1: the see? yeah the process could start online it's it's actually fairly quick to open an account uh, and it's free so there's no subscription base or whatnot so you can open one just to see and test it out it takes about five minutes we do require a piece of ID that's just for compliance but uh, you can go on there create an account and throughout the journey if there's problems setting it up or if it's set up and you want a little bit more help how to manage the, the website then it could go into our support Channel we have dedicated a customer success team that helps people set up or walks through the uh, the different uh, products.
0: Okay, once I have it set up, and let's say that I have a prospective tenant, then what? Yeah.
1: So hopefully you run the report through Singletree, okay. and you have the report generated onto your dashboard where you get to see that, uh, let's use me for example, Eric Point is an outstanding candidate. At that moment in time, if you would like to try and see for the rent guarantee, our system will actually give you a prompt that this person would be a good match for it. And if you would like to apply, and that's as simple as clicking, yes, apply for the rank guarantee. Now, what that does is that it triggers uh, our team to look over the application and the system will ask you for a few documents uh, necessary for the approval process. And that's usually pay stubs for the uh, applicant, um, an ID, proof of employment. So it's really just a couple of documents we need to confirm Uh, But that's it, and then uh, my team takes over from there, and in a few days, we'll give you the go-ahead if this person would be accepted or not. You would get the notification on your dashboard within a few days, and that's it. And if there's any questions or back and forth, you have a dedicated BDR that would be there for you to assist you on what documents need to be provided or tweaked or whatnot. So it's a little bit of both. It's a lot of it self-serve. You can go through the entire journey um, online. Uh, but if you do need some assistance or even just a little bit more human touch points, that's also available.
0: Now, one of the interesting things is that um, we would be asked, uh, the tenant would be asked to support like uh, documents. Now, I just read an interesting article that you had, and I know that EXP also talks about fraud because fraud is a big thing. You know, you got fraudulent pay stubs, uh, fraudulent back st- bank statements, even false passports. How uh, do you ensure that that's the genuine article and not a piece of, you know, fraud?
1: We actually do quite a good job. I mean, we've seen thousands and thousands of these applications go by. So even me personally, I can tell you I've seen probably hundreds of falsified uh, documents and pay stubs. Uh, You do get used to seeing some of the uh, glaring, you know, determining factors. But in essence is that our team does a really good job at vetting this. And I'll say that even if it does pass our scrutiny uh, and your scrutiny, and if this is, you know, a pro level fraudulent job, it's not that in the future, if it's been shown to be fraudulent, your claim would be denied. It has gone through multiple touch points. It's just that once we confirm the applicant is accepted, then that's final. And so It is it's very hard. Our team is used to it. But of course, there's some that fall through the cracks or some that are really well done. But we do a good job at confirming the employment of calling the employers uh, going through the employment reference. So by the time that we approve your possible rent guarantee applicant, you can rest assured that it's pretty darn near close to being um, approved and and completely uh, well done. Do
0: you use AI in any of the vetting?
1: No, what we do is we have AI is, is a general term. We do, During our, our tenant reporting, we do have some coding and some intelligence there that does scan uh, civil and criminal public records. And so that's part of our reporting. But in terms of our everyday uh, AI, we don't use AI, no, uh, as of yet, I'll say.
0: Okay. It's just that um, I know that uh, FinTracker is on for actually verifying uh, for ID and some companies like EXP are using it, so I know that it's up and coming.
1: Now so, if you so, find sorry. Now, to that to that point, we do verify the ID. We do okay. have a from that specifically for ID. What doesn't exist yet is a, a program or or an intelligence tool that would help determine falsification of you know PDFs or pay stuff. That's the ah, trickiest one. But the ID, yes, is verified by our system, by our partner security firm as well.
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah. Let's say I'm the landlord, and and if you find out that it's fraudulent, do you tell me? I'm not sure I would want to let – I would just not, not take them on as a tenant. I don't think I would want to get into that issue of, oh, it's been proven to be false. We just What sort of- we
1: tend to do is – no, I mean, it comes into a point of uh, privacy and, and ethics. At, at one point is if we find that the documents are falsified, we will just decline the application. Okay. And we'll probably just say we were unable to confirm uh, certain do- certain documents if they want to provide alternative absolutely but at this time unfortunately no
0: okay no that's good to know i i don't think the uh, landlord wants to get it uh, gets into that space anyways now in terms of uh for the tenants we talked about this it's so hard to get a rental these days there's high demand just as it's to buy a home with multiple offers and you mentioned that can tenants go and get a report and have it prepared for possible landlords
1: absolutely and they would just have to create an account just like the landlord would and run the report on themselves using the information that obviously they would know it would generate a pdf onto their dashboard similar to the landlord and from that moment on they can use that pdf in their applications or proactively show uh, their financial health and their tenant report to prospective landlords so it's very easy uh, for either or, it's the same process, same vetting, uh, upload the ID, but definitely a landlord and a tenant can use it for the same purpose.
0: What is the price point
1: on that? So, the, the reports generated are, are $25 per report. Um, and obviously, depending on who's using it, we have partner and preferred partner channels for realtors and property managers, which obviously can offer volume discount with the amount of reports. But uh, generally speaking, it's $25 per report. And what's great about the report is that it doesn't matter who puts in the information. If you as a landlord have collected this information um, about the tenant and you can run the report yourself, then that's great. If you don't have all the information, say a date of birth um, or sin, you can actually send an invitation and the link through our dashboard to the tenant. So they fill it in and the security uh, is that so they put in their sensitive information. No one gets to see it. And then once they click submit, you would then still get the uh, the report generated. So there's an option here of saying who gets to do the data entry and who wants to maintain control over the sensitive information. Some people aren't willing to share a SIM via email or whatnot, but if it's prompted through a program that will disappear once applied, then maybe.
0: Yeah, it's funny. It's strange. In my day, we used SIM numbers for ID, believe it or not, for school. So yeah. it's floating around there. Um, yeah. So basically for the... Um, application and in terms of let's say things don't go my way and I'm the landlord and my tenants don't pay uh, you cover my rent for the next 12 months how long does that process take
1: it's it's ongoing so essentially in in order to receive the funds you just have to follow the proper guidelines limited by the LTB that issue the proper uh forms and the proper notices that's all that we require is we need to just see that the landlord is doing the appropriate steps that are outlined okay. um, and if that's the case then every month they would receive their rental um their rental payments through us up until the judgment uh however long that'll be um, but as long as you're following the steps then that's then that's fine that's the only uh requirement really
0: yeah the, it's it's a difficult space like right now in terms of uh hearings.
1: And, yeah and then this is why we're we're growing quite quickly and, and we're there to walk you through it and we have paralegal partners as well so it's not new to us uh we just want to make sure that you know everyone's kind of covered for the xyz reasons uh for the delays
0: let's say i have a tenant and they've been with me for a year can i apply for that insurance coverage or is it too late i should have come on No, you,
1: you can usually we suggest doing it before the lease just to avoid the possibility of them being declined and you already have them in your unit Um, but if it's someone that's already there it's the same process we just require an additional step which would be uh, proof that they've paid on time for the duration that they were already there so it's the same thing we just have to make sure that they're employed whatnot but we just have to say hey carol can you just show me that they've paid on time were they late Um, and if everything's good then that's fine we can approve them as uh, an existing tenant no problem
0: What about for somebody that's already a tenant there and they have problems, can I run a credit check through your company?
1: You can run a credit check no matter what. The problem is uh, compliance and and regulation is do you have the right to run the report on certain person? I see. Uh, Now that the onus on that is on the user. And this is why we upload the IDs for compliance so that we know who is running reports uh, on, on whom but it's up to the landlord, the person who has this this account, to say I do have the right to run this, and when you run the report, um, it's 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 allowed, and it is a soft report, so it's not like it hurts anyone's credit as it goes. But we do require at least uh, that you understand your your rights, and when and when can you, when can't you run a report, when you would need additional consent.
0: I'm just thinking in terms of a of a example I just heard. Uh, of an elderly couple that had rented their place to a young man. And then sh- shortly after that, he brought his girlfriend in and they both stopped paying rent. Mm-hmm. And so in order to find out whether had something had changed, would it be worthwhile for the landlord to run that? Not to use it, but just to be curious on where those tenants stand in terms of their credit rating.
1: Well, we would we tend to say no, unless... I do say that once the application process and the lease, I think I would confirm this please, but you do have a time limit of when you're allowed to run these credit checks. I think I maybe 60 days um, in or 90 days to be confirmed, which one it is, but past that, you would need additional consent and we would strongly recommend either get additional consent or uh, find some fairly legal uh, advice and saying what, what are your options are there.
0: That's very good advice. I just wanted to cover the basis. Absolutely. And um, I noted on it uh, that the rent-to-income ratio basically is not supposed to exceed more than 30%, but on your application, I think it's 43 or 45%. It's
1: 45%. Yes, that's it. The rent-to-income ratio cannot exceed 45%. So, of their revenue to cover the rent, but no more. Uh, And that's basically just a threshold and that's a requirement for our underwriting.
0: Yeah, so you don't set it at 30, you put it at
1: 40, 45. It's at at 45, yeah. So if they pass the ratio, if they're employed, uh, we can confirm the employment um, and no bankruptcies, then more often than not, they would be a strong candidate for the rent guarantee, regardless of credit score and credit health. We would just need to make sure that they can cover the rent, they're employed, no bankruptcies. That would be sufficient for us.
0: Now, one of the other interesting questions I was speaking to other realtors, a lot of them are dealing with professionals coming out of the, you know, coming into Canada. You know, Canada's got a call and inviting, you know, people to come here and live and to start a new life. And a number of them are professionals. One example was a physician and even had, you know, her medical school confirmed and where she was working at the hospital, but could not get a rental. Very, very big hurdles. What kind of um, advice do you give in that uh, example?
1: The advice would be to go on our website and go on the what's called the tenant passport wait list. Uh, that is actually a product that we're launching very, very soon. It's something that's very important to us because it is quite a common situation. And a lot of rentals, because of no credit history, that's the one hiccup. Uh, right? Even if they have the employment and everything's all good, but because there's no credit history, because they're coming from abroad, uh, they tend to be declined for various reasons. Now, what we're creating is called the tenant passport and it would be we're partnering up with some open banking companies. Essentially, we're taking on that risk and being the guarantor. So when they come in and they want to apply for a rent, they would be under our tenant passport and under our guarantee and saying, Single key has vetted this person. We, uh, we understand there's no credit history, but through our means and through our dedicated staff, we can actually vouch that this person would be uh, of low risk. And so that's a, that's a product that's coming out very, very soon. So we do have a wait list of, of realtors and PMs and everyone who wants to use it. So uh, once things get uh, closer to launch, we do, we'll notify everyone, but it's definitely something that's very, very, very much needed right now.
0: Yes, I just had somebody I was working with and uh, we were trying to negotiate six months rent paid ahead. You know, I mean, some people are looking for a year and even that wasn't really, you know, accepted. And it's not
1: right. I think it crosses a few lines as well. That's why we want to do the tenant passport saying, skip that. Let us be your guarantor and let us use our uh, credibility for you. So that's something that we really want to get done.
0: Yeah, it also takes the stress off of the tenant who's trying to get settled into the country, you know, employment, all of that without having to feel that they're going to be out of money, you know, six months to a year's worth of money. That's a lot. Exactly,
1: 100%. And with that tenant passport also comes a new uh, guarantee attached to them too, to even eliminate even more risk for these possible uh, tenants. So they would come in, we would be the guarantor, and we would also have a rent guarantee already attached to them so there's a few different options that we'll be offering to really help with, uh, with that particular uh, issue right now.
0: That sounds like an amazing product. I'm, I look forward to it because there's Absolutely. a lot of people coming I'm not excited
1: too. It's been the brainchild <laughs> of ours and a lot of hard work going into it. But uh, I I'm, I'm hope to see it very, very soon uh, be out there for everyone.
0: One of the other questions is, is, uh, is it just for residential only or do you cover
1: commercial? No, it's just for residential, Uh, I'd say at the moment, but for the foreseeable future, only residential.
0: And that's in terms of any type, condo, home, whatever, there's no limit. It has a
1: standard, yeah, standard residential lease, that's what it is. But the moment it goes to commercial, it's a a completely different uh, industry and uh, and set of rules. So yeah, it's residential, condo, townhome, basement unit, you name it.
0: Uh, Live workspace?
1: live workspace no it would have to be specific uh to living
0: okay the only reason i mentioned that artists
1: <laughs> yeah no it's i mean depends it, it, it all depends i i would say it depends on the lease what's okay. on the lease i would say that and if the lease is majority residential then yes okay
0: uh in terms of um client satisfaction and in terms of feedback and the way you're growing because it's a much needed product have yeah. you made any recent changes other than this passport product that you're looking at is obviously no, we're, we're,
1: we're just in a significant uh, p- part of growth right now and because like i said unfortunately and fortunately for us the risks are just in, in increasing and so for us the importance right now is growing our team so as we grow and as our product becomes more popular we have customer success stages that help and more. So no one falls through the cracks, more dedicated BDRs. So again, we could provide more human help. So right now it's been growing and growing at at a same pace so we can offer the same level of service all the while also putting out some new products like the tenant passport. So that's really been our focus lately. Once we launch the tenant passport, maybe we'll have another call and I'll tell you exactly what's going on (laughs) after that. But for now we just need to grow the team properly Um, with respects to to giving the customer service that we, we love giving and launching this tenant passport.
0: I love the fact that this product has come into play. I think it's much needed and to have the insight and the courage, I think, for the founder and for the company to go forward with it because nobody has done it before. And I think somebody had had to take the bull by the horns. I know the government wasn't. And maybe this will be actually helping people because I think... Small landlords won't get into that space and they don't have the cash flow and you just take one person and that could decimate you and actually affect one's mental health. So I think this is an excellent product to actually put, you know, more oomph out like within the marketplace for the consumer and also for the tenant. Because if you have a tenant that's not paying and staying there, you could actually be have a space that's available to somebody who is paying that needs a place to stay.
1: 100%. I'm still preaching to the choir. It's in, we hear all sorts of stories and this, it just, it always keeps us passionate about the product. Uh, It keeps us interested because we see that the the need for this on a daily basis.
0: It is. So thank you, Eric, very much. And uh, signing off, it's Carol, uh, Carol SL Mark from EXP Realty and uh, reach out a single key. They're there to help you and to answer questions. Thank you so much.